Hey guys, it's Dawn. If you would like to hear the How My Parents Raised Me podcast ad-free, and if you would like access to subscriber-only episodes, join me in the What's the Truth community. You can join via the Apple Podcast app. There's a link right there in the app. Or go to whatsthetruth.supercast.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls. And the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives. And that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you. What makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story. What happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. Hey, my beautiful friends, I hope you're well. I really loved sharing Leanne's story last week about the effects that physical abuse had on her as a child and still impacts her life daily. I loved giving that story a voice here on the podcast and I wanted to remind you that if you have a story or a part of your story 
something that you feel is important to share, please let me know. Send me a message or an email and I would love to share more of your stories in this way. It's impossible for me to personally chat to everyone, but by reading your stories, it gives more and more of us a voice. And it's so important that we as a healing community share our stories so that we can all learn and grow and heal from the wisdom and knowledge that is in every story. Trauma is confusing. We can spend years of our life having no idea that we're even suffering from childhood trauma. It can be so severe that we might actually be experiencing a whole range of mental and physical health effects from it. But because that has always been our normal to feel that way, it can lead us down the path of just using a million different coping mechanisms to get through. In this quick chat episode, I am hearing from Sarah, who is a complex trauma survivor, about how to spot complex trauma symptoms, what dissociation feels like, and what are flashbacks. Let's check it out. And I'm just wondering if you can explain your understanding of what complex trauma is. Yeah, um, this is a question I get often. I'm getting better and better at (laughs) describing it because it's really complicated. Right. So when my therapist was like, this is complex trauma. And I was like, what does that even, what does that even mean? I think over the years, what I've come to see it as, I think if we compare it to PTSD, which is something that's been um, around longer and maybe more familiar with, which is the idea that a person experiences event, an event that's traumatic for their nervous system, meaning it pushes them beyond their abilities to cope in that moment. They go through, right, like a trauma response. Um, and then later might experience triggers hypervigilance, avoidance, right, around that, like anything that might relate to that specific event. It's tricky for complex PTSD survivors because there's usually not this one big event that we can identify, right, as the moment that trauma happens. It's more like an accumulation of experiences, of interactions, over a period of time. And those experiences are often relational, right? So they are um, traumatic experiences, often with like people who are significant to us in our life, people that um, we love and we like are, they're supposed to take care of us. And then it also, because it's chronic, usually has like a developmental aspect to it, meaning Right, like the way we are growing up, the way our brains are developing, our identities are developing, are oriented towards survival and and trauma, right? And all of that gets kind of woven together. And so when you come out the other end of that, you have those kind of same symptoms of PTSD, triggers, hypervigilance, emotional avoidance. You also have profound levels of dissociation, 
you have a fragmented identity, which usually feels like I don't really know who I am. Relational difficulties, a really hard time emotionally regulating, right? And so there's like <laughs> a lot of different symptoms that are um, that accompany it, but it's hard to identify, right? Because we don't have this context or this moment that's like, oh, this happened and before it happened, I knew who I was, right? And like, I can kind of remember the before and now I'm in the after. Um, a complex PTSD survivor, normally this is true for me. It's, it's like, there doesn't feel like there's any before. There's just the trauma. Yeah, wow. So out of those symptoms, all of the things that you mentioned there, were you suffering with all of those different things? Yeah, I think like... Like when I look back at my life now, especially like adolescence and young adulthood, I can see myself trying to cope, right, in a variety of unhealthy ways. And I also see that at that age, I'm experiencing periods of triggers, dissociation, um, emotional dysregulation, but I keep, what's the word, kind of like soldiering up, kind of getting stoic and like, right, really muscling my way through and then breaking down, and then muscling my way through. And I'm over the years picking up, right? Often, I think complex trauma survivors in their desperation to cope, we just pick up whatever we can. We don't, one of the reasons we're experiencing complex trauma is because we don't have resources and skills to navigate this. And so we're picking up codependency, perfectionism, addictions, eating disorders, right? We're struggling in our relationships. We're struggling in our jobs. There's dissociation. And I can see all of that playing out. There's definitely a point in my life, like I say, where like it all kind of cracks open and it becomes like a crisis where I'm very triggered. I'm very hypervigilant. But this is why this living this way is so exhausting. It is so, so exhausting, right? Because yeah, those symptoms are always there on some level. And even in recovery, right? We're kind of juggling multiple balls at once, right? Trying to address a lot of different areas. Yeah. Yes, it is exhausting, isn't it? There's so much going on there. And when you talk about dissociation, it's the mind taking you away from the triggers. Is that what's happening? What does it feel like when you're dissociated? So there's a couple of different ways that that showed up for me. Dissociative amnesia, which is what I mentioned earlier, right? Like just like huge chunks of my life in terms of memory are missing. And by memory, I mean like kind of the typical memory, like narrative memory we think about where it's like there's the beginning, the middle, an ending of this event, I can tell you what happened, like who was there, that kind of memory, right, is missing for me. I think another way that I experience it throughout my life is like feeling like I'm not real, or like this world is not real, you know, derealization, depersonalization, feeling disconnected from my body, right, and what it needs and what it's telling me, disconnection from my emotional self, right? Like a sense of numbness. And then what I kind of discovered was that I, there's a 
a level of dissociation called structural dissociation, which is where we end up fragmenting parts of ourselves that are deemed unacceptable by the people around us. And in order to survive, we push those parts into, we repress them, we push them away. And so I remember into my recovery, I heard this phrase called soul rupture. And I was like, that's what it feels like. It feels like I've been broken into, you know, millions of little pieces. Each little piece is trying to figure things out. You know, I didn't feel whole, meaning like the whole sense of me. So yeah, there's so many levels to the dissociation. And I think that's what makes it incredibly challenging to heal, right? Is because in so many ways, we have worked really hard, right? To keep ourselves safe by pushing parts of ourselves, our emotions, because they hold stuff that's just incredibly painful. And so trying to kind of collect all of that, and bring it back in. It's, it's such tough work. It's really, really hard. And I know that flashbacks are part of complex trauma. Is that something you experience? Because I'm just thinking not having sort of memories of your childhood. Are you still able to have flashbacks? Yes. So What's interesting about complex trauma and how it can differ from PTSD or like a one-time event PTSD is that flashbacks for PTSD survivors, right, might be like this image, right? Like there's this remembering. It might just feel like you're flashing back to the specific memory, right? But it has quite a few pieces. There's images, there's this kind of picture. What tends to be true of complex trauma survivors is what's called an emotional flashback, which means we're not flashing back to necessarily like an event or like a context, but we're just being taken back emotionally to a time where maybe we felt terrified, abandoned, overwhelmed, uh, right, just a variety of feelings that were beyond our capacity to cope at that time. We might often feel that in that moment, we feel childlike or small, or we lose our capacities as adults, right, to, to handle what's in front of us. And our thinking can get really black and white and distorted. This is really hard to name as a flashback because sometimes it just feels like often what I would say is like, what's wrong with me? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm losing myself here. I'm having these moments where I don't even know who I am anymore. And then afterwards, I'm like, what just happened? Right. So disorienting. And I was experiencing, like I said, I think those through adolescence up through young adulthood and adult. It was hard to, to recognize it as that. I, I discovered emotional flashbacks in that book by Pete Walker. And I was like, that's what it is, right? That's what it is that I'm experiencing. Yeah. So it's like, for me, it's been more like a regression. It's like, I'm taken back in time emotionally. And all of a sudden, how I see myself in the world and the people in front of me I don't necessarily like think I'm back at this particular event, 
right, that I experienced. It's more like I'm back in this feeling, but I don't know where it's coming from. I think that's why they're, they're so incredibly disoriented. Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at my big love project and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week.